welcome to episode 9 of Spirituality Isn't Woo Woo with Amy. I'm your host and today's episode we talk to Kat Skriner, human design coach. She's a 3-5 manifesting generator and an energetic business strategist. We get into all topics human design like energy types, how she discovered human design, and I ask her about spirituality and what it means to her. Let's get into it. All right. So today I have Kat Skriner, who is a human design coach. She is a 3-5 manifesting generator and an energetic business strategist. Thanks for coming on, Kat. Thank you so much for having me. Great. Um, so on your Instagram, one of your taglines is helping you to decode your human design and have a more aligned AF life inside and outside of your business. Mm-hmm. Is, that, um, is that a new tagline or have you had that for a while or... Uh, I did update it towards the end of 2021 and I, like many people, play around with my bio a little bit. Um, There are parts of my human design that really point to me playing around with my bio and having quite a, um, I guess, what you might call fluid sense of self. Um, So yeah, yeah, that's that's the most recent version of the bio. I love it. I love it. It's it's very... um, yeah, very much in that realm of business and strategy and powerful mm. and um, yeah. And can you tell us a little bit about being a manifesting generator? What does that mean for you as far as um, your business? Well, as a manifesting generator, so that is my energy type. I am designed to work very quickly. I am designed to have many different projects on the go and work on the things that really excite me. So if you are a manifesting generator and you have kind of identified with being a little bit um, sometimes flaky, a little bit kind of can't can't stick with things for super long periods of time, that, that might resonate. We do jump around a lot. We, we get in, we get out quickly. We learn things very, very quickly. So we tend to, to be the type that really pick up things very quickly, kind of jump into action very quickly, but also move on from things when they're no longer lighting us up as well. So Mm. many manifesting generators kind of really resonate with, okay, I'm multi-passionate. I love to have multiple things on the go. If you saw my browser right now, you would see that there's over 20 tabs open. That is standard. (laughs) That is very standard for me. Um, So yeah, I really like to jump around. I like to really be driven by what it is that I I kind of feel called to to work on in any given day. and, and really, as much as possible, allow my sacral to to guide me, to, to kind of show me what's really exciting me and, and kind of let that take the lead. That's really exciting and it sounds very efficient. It can, can yeah, for most of the part it is. Um, I do, like a lot of people, get distracted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like to procrastinate, so that is not anything that's specific, you know, to my energy type, but, you know, there are, um, I had a post that, you know, kind of last week, I think it was on procrastination and what those kind of key markers in the human design chart are. But there, you know, human design will really show us many different aspects of the way we operate and interact with people. Um, so yeah, it doesn't mean I don't get distracted. That's for sure. Yeah. And I can't wait to get into some more of that for a lot of the listeners that um, have been listening are very much new to human design. So mm-hmm. as you very well know, um, I guess due to the years that we've had recently and a lot of spiritual growth and personal development, um, some of these modalities that 
um, have been around for a long time are starting to become um, more in the lens of, of, you know, what's available to us. So mm. have you noticed that? Have you noticed a change in clients and business and curiosity with that more specific side of themselves? 100%. And I think, I mean, my, my personal story is probably quite reflective of that as well. I, um, in 2020, as part of, you know, the, the outfall of the the pandemic for me and, and how it personally impacted me, it made me really reassess the way I did business, what I was actually doing in my business. Um, and I completely pivoted my business because of that. And, you know, now work full time in the space of human design. And it does feel like human design has really started to get traction. People mm -hmm. are starting to talk about it. People are aware of it. They may not know, you know, the depths of it because it is a very deep and, and multifaceted system oh, but you know right. it, it is starting to kind of come up in conversation and people when I talk to people now they're like oh my goodness I've heard about this please can you share more and you know yeah. there there is a sense of awareness and particularly in business I think people and you know off the back of the last you know 18 months two years have really started to understand that there are better ways of doing business. There are alternative ways of doing business to the way that we've all been kind of conditioned and shown how to do through our kind of early early childhood, in our early school years, in our university and college years. There, you know, I think it's a little bit more widely accepted now that there isn't just the one path um, of, you know, career, go and work for someone else and have kids and, you know, retire. There are many mm -hmm. different paths and so many different opportunities that are now available to us. Mm. Definitely. I know for me, once once I sort of started going more into that spiritual journey, for me, I call it spiritual, but mm. I guess that deep knowing of self and just mm. wanting to learn more about yourself and your core beliefs. And when you just start that journey, you tend to come across all these different things. And human design was one of those things for me. And for me personally, and I'll get into to yours as well, is that when I discovered it, I started to really feel seen. Mm-hmm. So where some of these things like a birth chart or other things that we can learn more about ourselves in the birth space and time and dates and things like that, they tend to be a little bit more, um, you know, in the stars where I felt like when I learned about my energy type or how I make decisions, um, especially for me, it's more about responding and, and that sort of thing. I was really, really seen. And mm. I think that that is what sets human design apart is it's a bit more visceral. And as you mentioned before, it's very, uh, it's kind of like, you know, you start it and it just keeps unraveling. There's just so many parts and you get into the deeper parts like the gates and don't even ask me about the gates, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, for you, when you first sort of came into human design and you started to learn about it um, for yourself and your business, what really got you what made you feel seen I think it's that the system gives us language to be able to talk about feelings behaviors things we've always known about ourselves very sometimes very very deep down mm. that we've never really had language to kind of it gives us a way of discussing it and and putting language to it and explaining things and I think for me, that was one of the most, um, yeah, the, 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 one of the biggest things that really grabbed me, everything that I read about 
myself from the very first reading that I had was so spot on from a lady who had never met me. Like I literally supplied mm-hmm. my details. Like so many people do when they get a reading, they they purchase it online, you supply your birth details and then you get a reading and you're like, but how does this person know so much about me? Like how? Yeah. <laughs> how is it so correct? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that for me really it, it makes it land very quickly and I think that's what gets people very excited and very engaged with learning more about it because it feels so true. It feels very accurate. I think sometimes with um, some of the other kind of ancient observational systems that are out there like astrology, it can feel a little bit overwhelming and a bit, um, it could be a bit hard to kind of grasp the language, the mechanics Mm. of it all, you know, it's so complex. Mm. But I think with human design is even if you just start with the basics and that's all you ever learn about your design. So your, you know, the, the basics about your energy type and how your strategy, for example, how you are designed to interact with the world around you. So for you as a generator, that is to respond for me as a manifesting generator, that is to respond and inform. So even, you know, just knowing the basics of that, it's like, Oh, okay. I don't need to be out there initiating. That's, that's not even a thing for me. I need to wait to respond. I need to use my sacral. My sacral will guide me you know, what's lighting me up, what's not lighting me up. Mm -hmm. So even if you just touch on the basics, then you can still get so much from learning that about yourself. You can Mm -hmm. experiment with it as well. And it gives you so much almost immediate feedback because you're working with energy and you're you're tapping into how things make you feel. So it's, it's this beautiful kind of ongoing experiment that you can dive, you know, very deep into. Or you can just play with, you know, the very the very basics and the foundational elements of your human design. Yeah, definitely. And I can imagine as a business person, just learning about how you initiate and how you mm-hmm. make decisions and, and all of that can be pretty profound in mm-hmm. in making decisions and creating. And yeah. So how, how did you feel when you found more about yourself and your business? It really... It, there, there was a lot of kind of confirmation of my skills, my natural gifts and talents, mm-hmm. um, which which felt, you know, very affirming. Mm. Um, I think the other thing that learning your human design, particularly from a business perspective, gives you is a huge permission slip to do things the way that actually feel good to you. Now, when a lot of people start out in business, obviously they might get a coach, they may do some, you know, various courses because we're not born you know, we, we're not born knowing how to run a, a successful business. It's for, for many of us, it's something that we kind of, we, we might stumble into, we might kind of figure things out as we go. And we can start to rely on the, the teachings and the guidance of other people who've been where we want to go. And that's absolutely normal. And it's very, very common path to tread. You get a coach or you do a few courses. But I think what human design kind of allows you to do is once you understand more about your design, you can really critically look at the information that you're taking in and the advice that you are being given and say, mm, I'm not sure if that's 100% right for me. I'm going to tweak it and then it's going to feel much better for me. So that's typically the area that I work in is kind of really helping people understand um, how to operate their business in a way that 
specific design, so understanding the basics of their design, you know, from the very beginning, but then also giving them the skills and the confidence to be able to adapt other strategies and other kind of tactics and things that they see other people kind of doing and not just follow them blindly and then wonder why things are not working out for them quite the same mm. and why they haven't made their first, you know, haven't had their first, you know, six figure year or whatever the goal might be using someone else's strategy kind of, um, you know, without tweaking it and without changing it and just using it as their strategy is not going to work for everyone. And when it doesn't work, we're, we're quite often left with that feeling of, well, it's me. I didn't do something correctly. I didn't try hard enough. I need to try mm. harder. I need to put more energy into this and I can, then I can force it to work for me. But Typically, it's there's usually something in that strategy that's not quite aligned for you, but if you do it in a slightly different way, that's when the alignment comes and that's where the business really starts to feel good and it starts to flow for you. And that reminds me of just, you know, how you can have people doing a course or studying and you might have 20 people and three people are out of the gates, ready to go, start mm -hmm. up. They literally do not have a gap in between the learnings and starting. They just have so much confidence. Mm -hmm. And then you have might, uh, have might have other people who uh, need time to digest and time mm -hmm. to reflect. And yeah. um, so that can be really useful. I can see how your services could be very useful for someone in business um, with strategy and, and all those different elements that go with it. So um, that was going to be really helpful for a lot of people that listen. Yeah. Um, so let's tap into what human design actually is. So if you had to describe human design to someone who's never heard of it, um, how would you describe it? Well, it's a system that really meets at the intersection of science and spirituality, which is why I think it's so interesting to so many people who are not potentially in the spiritual realm and they, they kind of grasp onto more of the, the scientific elements. And it really combines... The ancient observational systems like the chakras, the tr Kabbalah tree of life, um, astrology and the Chinese I Ching, so systems that have been around for thousands of years, together with biochemistry, neuroscience and quantum physics. So it's really understanding the mechanics of our energetics, a little bit like personality profiling or psychometric testing, but it's all based on the time, date and location of your birth. So mm -hmm. there's no you know, not hundreds of multiple choice questions that you need to go through. It <laughs> very much is the most pure and authentic expression of you before all of the conditioning, before all of the, the shoulds and the outside influences kind of really took hold. It's essentially the map of your, um, your most true and authentic self. Mm, it's just amazing. And it just reminds me why I love it so much because mm. when you touched on the science and the quantum physics and you know all of that it's so true because they all work together mm. and yes. and everyone's going to identify with different elements so that's mm -hmm. really interesting yeah. um so as we talked about before we talked about the energy types mm -hmm. did you want to maybe give a brief description of of what an energy type is and which energy energy types there are absolutely so energy type is a very kind of broad classification of your aura and there are five energy types in human design so we can kind of think about them a little bit like a blood type so even if we share the same energy type there are so many different things that make us completely unique and very different but your energy type is essentially that broad classification of your aura so we'll start with manifestors manifestors make up around nine percent of the population 
and they are our fire starters. They're our leaders. They're our trailblazers. They are the people who are designed to go out and initiate. So mm-hmm. they are very much people who can have what we call a very bold and repelling aura. Typically, um, you, you know, if you've got a manifester in your life and you find out that they're a manifester, people will kind of either love them or just they're not their cup of tea. So they, they tend to be <laughs> quite polarizing. But, you know, a manifester in their power is a very, you know, inspirational, powerful leader who, you know, comes up with all these wild and crazy things. But they are really the people that move us forward as a collective in new and different, you know, directions, starting new movements. And really, you know, being that spark of of, of new movements. Mm. Then we have generators. So generators make up around 35% of the population. And generators are, are, are typically referred to as the workhorses within the collective. Because so many, you know, so much of the population has a defined sacral and is either a generator or a manifesting generator, the generators are really the ones who are here to get things done, but they are here to do the things that light them up. They're very much powered by their sacral. They're here to respond and they are here to to find what they love doing and do it until the cows come home. They are very much people who will, you know, be the masters of their craft. And as a, you know, as a, a generator yourself, Amy, you might kind of resonate with this, but okay. once they find their, their thing, um, they they can continue to really go deep into that craft and continue to get you know huge satisfaction from what they do. Yes. So then we have the hybrid um, energy type, which is the manifesting generator. So around thirty to thirty three percent of the population are manifesting generators, and this type takes the kind of the boldness of the the manifester and the ability to kind of initiate and kind of move quite quickly with the the you know, the, the staying power and the, the, you know, the energy of the, of the generator. So like I said, kind of way back when we first started as a manifesting generator, I, you know, we're, we're very, uh, we're non-linear, we jump around, we have a lot of things on the go and we typically will be picking up things very quickly. We're designed to initiate, um, sorry, not, I'm getting all confused now, respond, (laughs) respond and inform. So, we are designed to kind of, again, you know, use that sacral to respond, but then also to inform the people around us. And that, inf- you know, informing people is something that, you know, also the manifestors need to do. So that comes from that specific um, aura type from the manifestor is, you know, informing is not asking for permission. It's about really making sure that everybody knows what you're up to, that you're getting the support that you need, that things are, are continue- continuing to flow really for you because you're keeping everyone on the same page. You're not, you know, because we work so fast, quite often we can be a million miles down the road and everyone around us is going, hey, what what's going on? Like, especially yeah. in business, especially if you've got a team, you need to inform. So responding and informing is how manifesting generators are really designed to kind of interact. Mm. Then we have our projectors, which is around 20% of the population. Now, projectors have an incredible incredible amount of wisdom they see things in a way that no one else does none of the other energy types they see things very deeply they're very very skilled at asking amazing questions they're very you know amazing at really guiding and managing people and energy and creative kind of projects and just making things really really happen Mm. um so 
but they, they, I guess the, the thing for projectors is they have so much wisdom they need for that wisdom to be recognized before they share that wisdom. So projectors are not here to trade time for money. Their value is very much in the impact that they can have and the depth of wisdom that they have. So they're wow. very much, you know, they, a lot of projectors um, will be very much in their zone of genius with their own framework that they've developed with this, you know, unique ability to to very much provide a transformation or pr- to provide solutions to, you know, a great number of people, but it's not about time for money. It's, they're very, very skilled at developing solutions to problems that, you know, the rest of us are like, oh, didn't even know that there was a problem, yeah. but you've, you've, you've absolutely solved it for me. So they're very skilled at coming up with frameworks and, um, and working in that way. And then finally, we've got our reflectors. Now, reflectors are very rare. They make up only 1% of the population wow. and what makes a reflector without getting too much into the mechanics of, of what a reflector kind of looks like in their chart. If you are looking at a chart, you'll notice that there are nine energy centers and they will either be colored in or they'll be white on your chart. Reflectors have every single one of their nine centers open or undefined. So it will be white. So they have an incredible ability to really mirror back all of the energy that they are um, in, in, in contact with. So they are very, very skilled at um, noticing patterns, seeing trends, very much being what we call a bit of an early warning signal for their community. They very much kind of reflect the energy of the entire community back to them and, and mm-hmm. um, very sensitive to all of the energy that they are around as well as the, the cycles of the moon. So wow, they're very, very much influenced by the cycles of the moon. Amazing. And they're just so different, which is amazing. Yes. Yeah. Kind of shows us and mirrors back to a society. I suppose we can see some of those people. As soon as you describe them, we can kind of think of some people that are in that energy type. Yes. And they, they make very, very good judges because they are, you know, they're able to see things from all sides you know so much different energy um but it can be really challenging for reflectors because you know all of the, there's all this openness they have this capacity to take on and kind of amplify this energy but also you know they need to take care to kind of really surround themselves with the right energy for them put themselves in the correct environments that that feel energetically supportive to them um and more than anything, they just need they need a lot of time and space, particularly when it comes to their decision making as well. Mm, that's amazing. That's a really good description. I'm sure that's helped a lot of people to understand, you know, the, the basics of that, because I think uh, from my understanding, that's kind of where people start was the energy type would be kind yes. of the first point of call. Mm, absolutely. So if someone wanted to get into human design and look up I guess, their chart or where would they start? Where would you recommend someone starts as the first place to start? Absolutely. So the the two websites that I typically recommend have great free charts available. So the first one is Mm myhumandesign.com. That has a great level of detail for a free chart and it's quite descriptive. So that is a really good one to start with. 
the system that I use for all of my client charts is geneticmatrix.com, but that also has a free version of the chart, which is going to give you energy type. It's going to give you your profile. It will give you your strategy and your themes. Um, and they're really those foundational elements that um, you can start to, to kind of learn more about and start to experiment with as well. Oh, thank you. That's very helpful. Um, and then another question I wanted to ask you was how much, you know, of these different modalities, especially with human design, do we take as gospel 100% this is who I am and how much do we use it as a guide in our day? It is absolutely a guide. There are quite often things that land very neatly for you and you think, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. <laughs> But there may also be things that don't resonate. So really, it, the, the majority of what you learn about your chart should resonate. There may be elements that don't resonate too deeply. Sometimes that can be because we are operating more from the shadow frequency and, you know, even just being aware of that. Yeah is, you know, kind of key to, to making changes and to, you know, awareness is everything. Um, so typically, yeah, there will be lots of things that resonate, lots and, and maybe a couple of elements that feel a little off, but that's usually the area where you might want to dig a little deeper and um, sometimes it can be helpful to kind of discuss your design with the people who are kind of nearest and dearest to you, who know you very well, because quite often our perception of ourselves is very different to how other people see us. Of course. Um, so it is not gospel. It is very much a helpful tool to really help you uncover your true and authentic self, get you into alignment, get you living a life that feels amazing and also, if you are hunting for things like, you know, what is my purpose? What am I here to do? Um, I'm, you know, if, you're, if you are feeling in a space of, you know, a, a little bit kind of unclear or a little bit lost in terms of I, I know I need to make a change, but I'm not too sure what that change is, human design can, can give you a little bit of a shortcut to, to many areas that you might want to start to look into um, to really kind of help you with getting kind of, you know, into that clarity that you're seeking yeah just like illuminates a different side or another path that you didn't maybe notice or exactly um yeah. and as I touched on before about this that shadow side and awareness it can just be possibly like a mirror showing you the areas in your life that are mirrored back to you that can help you to grow yes 100 um, that's that's really interesting um, I'm so, so happy that you've been on today. Um, your content's really going to um, inspire and help a lot of the listeners that have been asking me, can we learn about human design? Um, unfortunately, I'm very, very, very new. Um, I would love to, you know, I wanted to ask an expert. And I came across your Instagram, I think about a year ago, and reached out to you and got a um, a profile on myself and as well as a little business profile, which was really yes. helpful. Yeah. Um, so how can people find you on Instagram and what sort of offerings or programs do you currently run? Absolutely. So my Instagram handle is cat.scriner. So C-A-T dot S-K-R-E-I-N-E-R. 
that's where I'm most active when it comes to social channels. But I do have a Facebook group. Um, you'll find in my Instagram bio, there is a link to kind of all of my current offerings. Um, I have a couple of kind of free offerings, one of them being a Facebook group. One is a free ebook, which is an introduction to business energetics. Um, and then from there, a lot of people will choose to get a reading, a personalized reading, or um, I do also have a eight-week um, online course that I run that is kind of under renovation at the moment but will be available towards the end of this month as well. So that is called Decode Your Human Design and it's really designed for uh, people in business who want to learn primarily about themselves and how to operate in a way that's more authentic and in alignment with their own personal energetics, but it will also give you the skills and ability to understand the people who may be in your team, the people in your immediate family as well, because that's, you know, as a mother, mm -hmm. that was the first thing that I did. I ran my two children's charts so that I could kind of really help to support them mm. um, as they grow and develop. They're still, you know, very early years of primary school, but knowing their human design has really kind of changed the way that we kind of interact as a family as well, which is, you know, hugely beneficial. It's amazing. I never thought of that. I have teenagers, so that mm. can benefit me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, I firmly believe this is the type of information that kids in high school should know about themselves, even at the most basic level. Mm. It can be really affirming as well. Yes. That's 100%. amazing. Yeah. So I like to ask a question to people I have on, which is, what is spirituality to you? Spirituality to me is cultivating and kind of maintaining and nurturing that connection to self and true self. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I, I didn't grow up in a traditionally spiritual way. Um, so I think coming to human design has opened the door to, I guess, a more spiritual way of being yeah. and many more, many more modalities. And it's really piqued my interest and my curiosity to start to integrate many different things. But to me, it's, it's how can I nourish and nurture my connection to self, honor that connection, um, and use spirituality and different modalities to really understand myself better. I love that. And that's why I asked that question because I feel like there's, that's why I wanted to call my podcast spirituality isn't woo woo because I feel like it's evolved into a little bit of a woo woo word. Mm. And it's nice to just hear that it's the evolving of self and, and the way that you've described it is just absolutely beautiful. Um, so you. I wanted to finish off by just thanking you so much for coming and being on the podcast. And I look forward to getting more charts read with you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amy. It's been an absolute pleasure. Amazing. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye.